Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Savior Podcast, Jesus. It's always Jesus. He's the only Savior. He's the Savior of the world. Oh, he is though. He's coming. Hey, we can rejoice. Let's be glad in today because he's coming. And if you belong to him, it's going to be okay. Trust me. Oh, Lord, you're so good. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. We're one day closer to being with you. And you have us, Lord, in the palm of your hand. Your word says you hide us in the shadow of your hand. And you know all our situations, Father. And I just ask you, Father, to be with everybody that's listening. Be with our loved ones, Father. Guide them to your truth, Jesus. We love you, Father. And let the Holy Spirit take control and let the listener hear exactly what you want them to hear. We love you, Father. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, so I got a scripture today. Uh... Man, it's a good one too, but I want to read it in a different version. Okay, I'm going to read it in two different versions and then we can talk about it. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 and 19 first, and then 27 and 28, I think. Okay, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18 and 19. The Word of God says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Okay, now here in 27. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Verse 28, and the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Oh, man, that's deep. And we're going to break it down because if you didn't get it, you need to. Okay, hey, y'all, this is the same one, but in the J.B. Phillips version. If you've never heard of this guy, man, he was a scholar and he loved the Lord, but he only does the New Testament, okay? Watch. The preaching of the cross is, I know, nonsense to those who are involved in this dying world, but to us who are being saved from that death, it is nothing less than the power of God. Ooh-wee, man. Look, listen to 19. It is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Okay, that is pretty much the same. Now here, this one, let me see. Uh, let me see, because this doesn't have verse by verse. He has like blocks. Here it is. But God has chosen what the world calls foolish to shame the wise. He has chosen what the world calls weak to shame the strong. He has chosen the things of little strength and of small repute. Yes, and even things which have no real existence to explode the pretensions of the things that are, that no man may boast in the presence of God. Yes. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for another day. We're one day closer to being with you. And you have us, Lord in the palm of your hand. 
Your word says you hide us in the shadow of your hand. And you know all our situations, Father. And I just ask you, Father, to be with everybody that's listening. Be with our loved ones, Father. Guide them to your truth, Jesus. We love you, Father. And let the Holy Spirit take control and let the listener hear exactly what you want them to hear. We love you, Father. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So verse 18 starts out, says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Well, yeah, that's true, because when I was living in my life back in the game, and I heard somebody trying to tell me, I thought they were nuts. Just like today, when I tell people about Jesus dying for my sin, because I could do nothing to reconcile myself to God. They think I'm nuts, you know, especially if you like your sin. You don't want to hear it, you know, so that's a true statement, you know. But see, that perish, to them that perish foolishness, see, they're perishing, you know. That's the sad part, because we were perishing, you know. But God called us, you know, He called us, you know. And then it says in 19, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. The first thing that comes to my mind when I read that one is all these scientists and astronomers and evolutionists. No, there is no God. They're fools. The Bible says they're fools. Okay. It says a fool says in his heart, there is no God. See, God calls them a fool. They're so smart, they're idiots, okay? That's the bottom line. But see, the Bible always proves them wrong, and then they have to come up with another lie. But they, they're committed, you know? We're committed, well, me and this podcast, we're committed to the truth. Anything I say, it's going to be in this Bible, except my life, you know, what I've done. It's not in there. But, or somebody did something close to it, I'm sure. But see, it's foolishness to those that are perishing. Man, it's sad. I mean, do you truly think these people can look around at design, at nature, the symmetry, you know, the cohesion, you know, the ladder, the food chain, and it's an accident? If you believe that, you are an idiot. And you need to stop listening to me. <laughs> Not really. But see, look at all the different plants, vegetables, uh, fruits, melons, all the food for us. Delicious stuff. And they want you to think it was an accident. You hear me? Even them, those people, they're fed. The sun shines on them and the rain falls on them, even though they're idiots. You see? You see how good and loving and long-suffering God is? You know, not uh, some of them will come to their senses before they die. And man, that's great. You know, I pray all of them do. But you know, there are people out there just spreading, intentionally spreading because they serve the enemy. People need to wake up. We're battling, okay? And Jesus is coming and they're going to hate us. 
here in the end. You have no idea how much my accounts are messed with. Locking up, lose data, and, and, and no play time, and all that. Because it's the truth, the gospel truth. We're wicked against God. We're at war with God. The Bible says our flesh is enmity against God, okay? We're at war with God, our flesh, until we accept his plan. And there's only one. It's Jesus. We repent. We turn from our sin. We agree with God that we've been sinning against him and no one else. And we believe that his son came born of a virgin, had no sin contamination, lived a perfect life, and shed his blood for my sin, for your sin, and died. But he rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures, so we would believe. And look, we're still proclaiming that same truth today. He's alive. That's why I do what I do, because he changed my life for the better. Okay, and all the men and women that I know that have trusted the finished work of Jesus on the cross and nothing else, they're his. Okay, it's foolishness to those that are perishing. And I'm going to tell you who else it's foolishness to them legalists. They don't want to see a drug addict, a prostitute, a homeless person come in their nice, clean church. Y'all, you hear me? That's why I'm involved. My church, we go to them or we go pick them up and bring them and feed them and clothe them. Man, that's what it's about. Not, oh, let's raise all this money to build something and go on a trip. You know, missions and all that. Yeah, we support missions, but just to big, let's build a bigger building so we can reject more people. You see, I, that might. You might think that sounds, but hey, I've been there. I've been on that receiving end where, man, weren't welcome. And hey, man, I just got off my motorcycle. I've been traveling. I just want to hear the word of God and, and then go find me a shelter somewhere. I mean, and they don't want to hear truth. Trust me. First church I went to when I hit Oklahoma, man. Yeah, my motorcycle wouldn't have got stolen. I, I would have left a lot sooner than I did. You know, heading up here to Omaha. So, but they stole my bikes. I had to stay. And it turned out great. You know, I met some good people and all that. But, you know, I mean, and, and that was the enemy, you know, trying to get me dejected and all that. You know, just, man, you know, I'm, I'll tell you what, I never went back to that church. You know, that's for sure. But that's just sad, man. You know, we're supposed to be the church. Like I said, I, I put up a reel earlier on my Facebook because a, a sister in the Lord had posted something similar. And I said this years ago because it's it was relevant then and it is still now. You know, some people, if you talk to a prostitute, a drug addict, a homeless person, you know, a criminal, any different than you talk to a member of your church, you're clueless who and why Jesus came for, you know, clueless, go over there and feel happy in the little circles and feel all that, but shun the people that really need to hear the message, if you know it, no, man, you're playing church, you know, that's playing church, 
But that's between you and the Lord, you know. I know what I do. Hey, that, the one they're talking about, the base things, the foolish things, the weak things, that's me. That's me, you know. And he's commissioned me to do this. Just tell him. That's what I specialize in. Weak, the base, the ones that are shunned. I'll make them other ones that think they're mighty and all that. I'll make them look like fools. Well, maybe he don't go that far. Maybe I added that part. But you see, he confounds them and will make them look dumb. That's what it says. You know, because, yes, a lot of the men that I know that are preachers now, ministers and all that, they, they were in prison. And they were addicts and thieves and murderers. And God saved them. And now they're preaching the gospel. Born again. Going to live forever. I'll see them. See, that's what it's about. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, you got to do this and do that. No, that Bible telling you right here, if you're broken, you can come to them. I don't care if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter. You got to be broken. You know, at the beginning of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. He didn't mean poor monetarily. No, poor in spirit. And that word poor, that Greek word is patochos. They use that word to describe a homeless beggar. Okay? So when your spirit is bankrupt, you know it's worthless to God in the state it's in. And nothing can regenerate it, bring it to life, pardon it. But the blood of Jesus, you accept that finished work on the cross. What everybody thinks foolish, you believe it and you, by faith, you start walking it. You let him lead you. Man, it's a journey and it's great. It ain't always fun, trust me. But I, I won't do anything else until I die. You hear me? That's This is it. This is what my life consists of. Work and podcast and going and... And sharing when I can. I was supposed to go today, but man, it's cold, icy. I don't have the gas because I just moved. And you know how there are out there. You move and they're going to bust you upside the head for about two grand minimum. <laughs> but hey, it's all good. If I want to eat, I work. You know, I do it under the Lord. Work is under the Lord, not under man. I thank him for the strength to get up every day and work brothers and sisters. Hey, I done rambled on again. I love you. Pray for me. I pray for you in Jesus name. Amen.